On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Hey everybody, it's Angelique Luna, and I'm here with my co-host, techno guru, and podcaster extraordinaire, John C. Luna. I don't know how to follow that. Oh, I'm sh- getting too many comments. Oh uh, yeah, I totally uh, forgot so, husband and lover. Hey, it's, it's well, okay. Here's the thing. It's sort of like when you go to a conference and they give you a name tag, and then you get like that sticker on there that says presenter, and then someone puts onto there like Polly, or puts Swinger, or puts... And then eventually you have this train that goes from your chest to the floor of all the things you are. And you're like, I'm just, I'm John. Hello. Hey, I'm not the one who keeps going with my titles. I just kind of go on your titles. I like that. It's more fun. Oh, yeah. You just love to ride that train. Yes. (laughs) More ways than one, Pegan included. (laughs) So this is part two of the Trifecta (laughs) Kinkers episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, we actually got to do a bunch of interviews um, we went ahead and, well, we, we, we reserved a room to go ahead and do interviews in. Unfortunately, what happened? They put the band's rehearsal in the room next to us. I've kind of lost my shit. Well, it's hard to record a podcast when you hear someone playing 70s rock over and over again. Not different rock, the same songs. I know, they're, right. do, they're doing the rehearsals. Come on, I, I worked with a band before. I understand the rehearsals, yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, okay, whose fault is this? Who am I supposed to rip? And of course, I'm not the event organizer. But yet the event you wish or- you were. But the event organizer in me did come out in full blown. So I had to be um behaving is the key word because as some people know about my temper, it was very you challenging. Don't have a temper. I'm Mexican, I'm Latina, and boy, yeah. So while, when that was all reserved and we were able to move into another conference room, we did get uh, three interviews, which uh, are going to be coming up next with Bear and Midnight Angel, mm-hmm. uh, Master Bard and Slave Kumi, which mm-hmm. was very interesting. And my favorite so far, Octopus Boyfriend's Girlfriend. I think girlfriend's the word. He was, he was I, an I introvert think, who was I, a little I, too shy. I don't think girlfriend. I would have said handler. Okay. Handler... <laughs> Dom, she's Dom. She she's defi- she's Dom. Dom. Oh, oh Dom. yeah, she's definitely Dom. So so she told the story, and he kind of sat there and smiled and hugged his octopus. Yes. So listen up to the next three interviews, and enjoy. Thanks. This is Angelique Luna. I'm here with my husband and co-host, John C. Luna. And I'm here with two wonderful people we've interviewed before. And how have you been? I've got a new job. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll go back and introduce you. Harakata. Yes. And Midnight Angel. So, new job and... Trying to finish school up. Aha. My last semester for my master's. Yay. Congratulations. We know that road very well. (laughs) And still suffer from that road. Mm, A lot of sacrifices, yes. (laughs) So, now you're back. And last time we talked to you, you were in a 15-year poly relationship. I think it's a little bit longer now. It's now yeah, it's going to be years. 17. Yes, 17. <laughs> in July, it will be 17 years. Yeah. 
I, I, I have trouble finding many relationships with just two people lasting 15 years. So congratulations. You should, you should get like a gold sticker or something. <laughs> I, I didn't bring anything. And we haven't managed to kill each other because we can't find where to hide the bodies besides the Everglades. But uh, The two of you haven't just gotten in sync yet yeah. on the third. I don't know who that would be. but It would be Aliana. She's playing somewhere <laughs> on this boat. She's probably doing bead uh, class right now or wearing oh, the roses. <laughs> so wh- what... What did you guys want to chat about? Well, this year we actually had the opportunity to run for Florida Power Exchange title this year. Yay! Um, and our platform was on Integrated Power Exchange. And well, what Integrated Power Exchange is being able to have multiple dynamics in one. Because you find some people like, oh, they have a daddy little girl, master sub, middle daddy. Um, pup handler. Pup handler. So it's like... He was like, well, how can you distinguish from one dynamic to the other? Mm-hmm. So that was our platform this year, and we didn't take the title, but that's okay, because you know going into running for a competition, you have a chance of winning it and a chance of not getting enough, you know, support support, support. for it. Mm-hmm. So, And we were okay with it, because um, I believe it was Corella and Litigatrix who took the title this year, phenomenal couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were still in touch with them, and as well as the other, which was Kiltman and Cole. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, so we all talked. We were a great big family that weekend. It was like, every time, like, why are you six people always hanging around talking? It's like, we're family. This is our our title family now. So, but for us, it was, you guys have seen this from before as a triad. (laughs) Correct. It was pretty much a step to get to know Hirokata and the Midnight Angel, what we do in ours. I mean, we're Mm -hmm. Polly. What else? Master, no, well, Mascus and... Sadists. Sadist. Um, we have our own power dynamic as far as a little bit of uh, pop and handler because you do have your pop a angel persona. personality. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but there's, like uh, the platform actually suggests, we take a little bit from here, a little bit from here, and it becomes our own unique uh, power dynamic that is just between us. So every relationship really is unique. Yes. And you're bringing in multiple dynamics. Into one. Because, you know, because sometimes I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be a submissive. I don't want to do this. I just feel like pupping out and just being able to take a roll of toilet paper but go poof, exploding it everywhere. And then making him have to clean it because pups don't clean. <laughs> well, I feel a little brat in there, too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, now, baby. Yes, I am a middle as well. I'm not a little, but a middle meaning... My, I like to say I'm stuck in that age of being 16, the rebellious stage. I'm taking the keys. I'm going out. Daddy, bye. You're not going out. Fine. I'll go out the window. But I'm not sure how I'm going to get back in the window. So I'm going to have to come in through the front door, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Daddy with the belt. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's not, I don't give you consent to use the belt. <laughs> i got switches. i got some rather uh, exotic ones. That is true. Um, so We are one of the few places where men's are not even looked at twice for accessorizing so much. Which belt are we using today? Not to hold our pants up. <laughs> yep. I don't mind. Not in the least. So. It's all about the accessories and this lifestyle. It is true. That's why I've got it is both men and women, and you know, the, you got your harness, you got your belts, oh, yeah. And you're Latina, you know what a shoe is good for. Yes, Chanteta. <laughs> <laughs> you know when your mom pulled that shoe out when you were in trouble. Yep, there it goes, right yeah. there. 
<laughs> so in between, but before um, we decided to run for a PE, I actually took a year to grow mm-hmm. for myself. And I actually am the Miss Florida Leather Fetish Pride 2017. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and the support I got from that, it was, I was in the staff room because I'm hardcore staff. staff. Yes. And it's like, I was thinking about going to run for Southeast Leather Fest. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, why don't you run for Brenda's contest? I'm like, huh? Brenda's like, yeah, here, let's have a chat. Tell me about the contest. And, you know, are you going to, it's more about a person, about you. Mm-hmm. It's not about portraying as a couple or a triad or multiple people. It's mm-hmm. all about pretty much you and what you stand for. Okay, she told me the details. She goes, think about it. Get with me. It's a $25 entry fee. Well, okay, I'll think about it. And so all of a sudden I go downstairs two hours later when I was just going up to grab food. Because <laughs> they're like, we have to have a talk master. He's like, what did you get into? Well. Did you bring the food back? Yes. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> and it was cold because I was sitting there trying to eat. It's like, oh, well, thank God there's microwaves in the room. <laughs> I'm like, I have something I wanted to do because what did you do I'm like well there's this really really awesome contest I just heard about called Florida Leather and Fetish Pride and when you heard about it because we've done our when we ran as a triad we were asked to go to the event mm-hmm. when they held it at Flamingo and do our fantasy we did for year two okay so it's like okay we've been there before I was there when Brenda won the title mm-hmm. the past year before I took it and it's like there's this contest I wanted it's like I don't know and it's like, I was in school for my bachelor's at the time. It's like, okay, are you going to be able to handle that? Don't know. Mm. We'll figure it out along the way. Because <laughs> so. none of us ever overload ourselves. No, no never. not at all. Never. We have lots of free time and, you know. That's where Xbox comes in, you know. <laughs> I will say I had to stop my wife from buying an Xbox. Because if I knew that, that would have been the last pin coming out of the, 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 the gears and the train to derail everything. Come over to my house, we can hang out. Okay. <laughs> but the one thing I'm always interested in, and in, 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 I know you've done more than one of these, is how community-focused these contests are as far as not just, I mean, I don't know this particular one, but not just on you, but what you do for the community, right? Yes. Right. About, to me, it was never about winning a title as a, what, is, what do I want to call it? As, I'm trying to think of the word, to prove who I was. It mm-hmm. was about the heart and the soul of trying to make people grow as an individual. If I would teach a class, because I'm also a, a presenter, mm-hmm. if I would teach a class on poly 101 or jealousy, it's like, if I got through to one person, I, it's all worth it. Because now mm-hmm. that person becomes, well, if she could present on this, maybe I could present on that. So it helps the community grow with different ideas to, for us to grow. But then I'm helping. I'm able to you know, give the power of knowledge and help people grow. Yeah, but when you took the uh, Florida Power and Fetish... Florida Leather and Fetish Pride. There you go. When you took that title, you you kind of made the next generation kind of hate you a bit because you raised that bar really high. Yeah. All right, so explain to us a little bit more for our audience members on what this is. Okay. It's pretty much a contest. Um, it's either a... You could do leather mm-hmm. or fetish. You don't have to do or both. Okay. My platform I ran was on fetish, which was on safety. Okay. And people were like, how are you going to portray safety? Well, we have already established, I'm a masochist. <laughs> so in order for me to continue playing, you have to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty much 
everything we do in real life, like there's laws for traffic, we have to obey because we don't, there's consequences. Well, mm-hmm. same thing in the life, so we have this. So it's about being safe. Mm-hmm. And that was my whole platform. And I came up with an analogy. <laughs> now I can't remember what it was. Space. Which the was final safety. Frontier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had which to was, have that. Oh, wait, what is it? No, space is called safety, personal accountability, consent, and education. Oh, I like that. Which is all about, I, at least what I stand for in the lifestyles, you've got to be safe. And you got to learn to take personal accountability for your actions. Mm-hmm. You have to have consent to do something. And if you don't, but there's that's where you have education. You, know, you can educate or be educated. And in order for me to grow, not only do I educate, but I like attending other classes. Even mm-hmm. if I teach that class, right? I'm taking someone else's perspective. Like, you know what? May I add to that to my class and give you credit? You know, you, citations important. You I know? was just about to ask the same thing. Can we take space and put it on one of our memes because we've been doing that Absolutely. quite a bit? Okay, thank so, you. Yes, Jack and Set. We will get in talk with her about it to go ahead and put that definition out. Right, but we're not doing the Bugs Bunny Space Jam Why cartoon. Not? Oh, I, I love Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bugs Bunny, but no, it, it was. And it was a unique platform. Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that year, that year was the same year um, Ignixia ran for the same title. Yeah. Um, very. And then my um, title hubby, Pop Bandit, mm-hmm. who's actually here. I should have dragged him to this, so I'm going to beat him now. Uh, but the three of us, when we sat there, it's like, oh, are you okay? Let's see. Okay, you look good. Okay, go out to your presentation. Oh, here's time for picture. So, again, that title family who's mm-hmm. running, tight niche. Um, but I was able... For that title, when I ran, um, I had to do two fundraisers, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it. Okay. I managed to travel to 18 different events that year and wow. handle a road trip. Yep, 3.9 GPA in school. Congratulations. Um, yes. Yes, that's Thank impressive you. for and anybody. I was able to teach at 13 of those 18, so. Nice. But I really could not have done it without my lovely master here because mm-hmm. he supported me. He's like, okay, where are we heading? Oh, we're heading here. He's like, okay, I got the time off. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have fundraisers to help you with title, you know, with the expenses. And sometimes those funds will run out quickly. Sometimes you only get enough for one or two events. So right. be prepared to um, do some fundraisers to raise that money and make sure it's used for that because whew, it does get expensive. And... Mm. It does, but it sounds like it's it's very much worth it for you and personal satisfaction. Yes, it was so. very rewarding. And at the end of that year, I was actually also given the honor and privilege to become part of Mama Sandy Reinhardt's family. So nice. Mama's been my angel. <laughs> so it's, it's been very rewarding. And I took the knowledge of growing Florida Leather Fetish Pride of being able to run for a contest because uh, you have to come back the following year and judge. Mm-hmm. And I actually just telemastered this last year for the ones who ran. Nice. So I was able to help him grow, you know, when we were running for... You, you grew in your chauffeur skills among many. <laughs> I've been there. I've done the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Where are you going? Okay. How are we going to get you there? All right. What do you need? Okay. Hitchhiking. Oh, no. you forgot this part. Okay. <laughs> what? Now you're now this person's not going to help you? Fuck it. Let's do it. So, yeah. Yeah, story of our lives. Same thing here. Same conversation, actually, word for word. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So ironic. Don't speak. But no. Again, thank you very much for thank sharing you. your story. Very pre- appreciate you taking time out of a cruise to go ahead and talk with us.
and hopefully we'll see you uh, soon next year. Yes. So in case any of our listeners have any questions, what is the best way they could reach you? I'm on FetLife. Okay. A Midnight Angel hyphen underscores a Midnight Angel. Um, I'm also on Facebook under Bell Cruz. So mm-hmm. you can find me. Find um, Amia. You'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> so and FetLife for you? Yeah, pretty much FetLife for me. M Herokata spelled M H I R. O-K-A-T-A. K-A-T-A. <laughs> yeah, like I have to think about that. So thank you so much for having us. So. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. Welcome. Uh-huh. Hey, John, I want to get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University, and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay, but how about if I just want to go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar, they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh, yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go. Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair Fair Villa. Villa. For For pleasure, pleasure, fun, fun, and and fantasy. fantasy. So we are here with Slave Kumi. I said it right. Yes, sir. Slave Kumi and Lord Bart. Bart. And they are taking some time out to talk to us while on the cruise ship. Yes, telling us their story. What do you want to talk about? Anything. What do people find interesting in your... What do they ask for? Well, what kind of relationship dynamic are the two of you? And obviously with the name Slave, we can guess, (laughs) but... Lord also also is the dead giveaway, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't want to assume... We're we're really a TPE, much more than than, uh, BDSM or anything like that. Much more TPE. TP being total power exchange. Okay. Nice. Um, so you're much more into the. I'm into control, and she's into being control- controlled. Cool. And how long have you two been in a relationship? We do we know? Like nine years. Nine, ten years. Yeah, someone had to send it. Wow. Awesome. So and we've lived together now the last three years in July. So two, a little over two and a half years. Okay. And when you say total power exchange, how would you describe your relationship? Um. I was going to say, you know, it's not like she can't uh, open an envelope without asking my permission. It's more something that's understood between us. Um, it doesn't mean you don't have to take give and take. Or, how do you see it? He controls all my holes. He controls yeah, all your holes. Putting controls it pretty directly. Yeah, there you go. One. Yeah. That's um, a good way to put it. Is it like a formal contract or no. just formal? Just well, we have no mutual. formal contract. Okay. And the negotiations have been over a period of period of time. I mean, what what I've found. Amazing. I mean, I was married. I've been married three times, and God knows how many relationships. Uh, all heterosexual, but um, uh, this is such a unique, unique. I was married at the time we met, actually. But this is such a unique, um, to me anyway, opportunity to in a relationship to to not involve the politics. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no politics. There's no all the other relationships I ever had. Either they were perceived or imperceived. Perhaps they perceived me incorrectly. Or a competitive situation. I mean, it was whether you're right or not, whether you do this, whatever. It was, it was, it was competing, and ultimately, it was competing for sex. I mean, it was competing for that's the way the denial was was there. If it was sexual, um, I'm way off the subject. Anyway, this this what this has done. This control has allowed me allowed me personally to trust her on a level I've never trusted anyone before. Mm-hmm. And the strangest, funniest, most craziest thing to me about it is how it's helped me. Grow, not her grow, but me grow. 
because I trust yourself, it allows me to be corrected, where I was never able to be corrected before. Mm -hmm. I would get upset if somebody corrected me or told me something I was doing was amiss. I would be look at it, you know, and not talk to them for a day or two or something, or just pull, you know, pull some other kind of shit. But really surprised me, and the point I wanted to get up here to tell people is that's that's what's amazing about this: the trust that exists between us now. We do nothing but nine years now. We do nothing but grow in this relationship with each other. And, and in terms of our understanding, why don't you talk about what you're saying? Well, no, we met. We met in this dynamic. So when I met him, I knew he was a master, and he told me in the beginning he wanted a slave. I didn't know what a slave was, and so. Um, We've always, we've never just regularly dated. We've oh, never, no, that's true. We've always been, that's true. We've always been yes. master slaves. Yes, so, that's true. It was no, um, there yeah. was never any, uh, I don't know, confusion, I guess, about No, goals, no, that's which true. Which made it really easy, mm-hmm. I would think. Which is totally different what people assume when they hear master and slave. That yeah, it's, it's, it's not, just it's more up every minute and beating the shit out of her. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not, that's what I try. You know, as I was telling you before, when I come out to people in the, and I don't do it anymore. I mean, I was trying to save the world for our relationship. I always thought politically the gays somehow between AIDS and '96 and overestimating that threat and getting public support and being in the arts and whatever it is, they got the kink off them. They got the shit off them. The APA ruled that you know in '81 that they weren't no longer aberrant. They were no longer, you know, uh, that their behavior was no longer out of the mainstream. So that was the beginning, uh, 1981. The next year, the APA ruled that we weren't, but we just never did it politically correct the way that that the gays us. So we still have this amazing stigma. Like I said, when I come out to people, they oh my god, they can't stop laughing. And then I say to them, well, what if I was gay? And a minute, they stop because if I said to them I was gay, they would have respected that. But this has this has really no respect in the outside community. So that's the reason I wanted to tell you because between us, it's much more about power mm-hmm. and much more about how it cements our relationship. But I mean, it sounds like you have such a very strong relationship. It sounds like you have a great base of communication, and you know, there's a lot of vanilla straight couples that don't have that, that don't talk about. I mean, we're, we're humans. Sex is a part of life. And they don't talk about sex. They don't talk about uh, control and stuff. And and all that kind of gets brushed under the carpet. And that's why one and two marriages end up in divorce. That's probably our favorite thing, is that if we get into a tiff or any type of disagreement, all he has to do is play the MasterCard. He's like down on your knees. I get on my knees. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, for it's, me, it's a relief because it's like, I don't have to deal with all that shit. Mm-hmm. All the dramatic stuff yeah. that goes on in a yeah. relationship. Oh. It's oh, yeah. just like, just call, just tell me I'm being a brat. And then we're done. It's like, okay, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. It's and, great. And I don't have, and it's in the, and it works absolutely reciprocally because on the other side of it, I may not go down on my knees or something, but if she tells me something, it has much more weight than anybody else in the world has ever told me that. Right. I don't know. Again, it gets back to me. It gets back to that trust. Yesterday, I mean, it's very typical because it would have been. I would have been. I can. I know I would have acted yesterday. Returning a rental car, something. I, I told you know, driving is the most intensive. I mean, my God, that's the most. <laughs> That's the most fucking ridiculous That's the point thing. of anger we're oh, all going to do. Yeah, like, especially like, in Florida. Come on, give me a break. You think there are minefields out there? The toughest test in a relationship is driving. Really. It, it just, it's absolutely yeah. mind-boggling. And I'm from Boston. You can imagine. I mean, we have the power of positive gas. Yeah. And we don't fucking look. Once you look, you're dead. So eight lanes merge into one, and nobody looks. It's always, you play perpetual chicken. I remember the first time I took her into the tunnel, the Williams Tunnel in Boston. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm not letting that son of a bitch in. She said, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't let him in? 
and I beeped the horn in Vegas. You beeped the horn? People know me here. I mean, driving is like it's. You could do. I could do comedy routines all day long in driving. Look, I grew up in New York. Yeah. And I came down here, and my girlfriend at the time, again, I'm 19 years old. Why didn't you signal? And I looked at her straight in the face, and I said, "Because that's a sign of weakness." Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love because I you couldn't drive in New York State until you were 18, and I used to love to drive you because I was a cab driver. And you drive the streets of New York, you never look. You never look. You just, it, it, it's, I loved it. It was, like a, it was like a derby. Driving the streets, you know, driving up Madison It's Avenue. a combat experience. Exactly. 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 <laughs> it's only for the hardcore. And they don't understand. You beep your horn. It's like, oh my, we live in Asheville, North Carolina. Can you imagine if I beep the horn? I mean, I'd be, they'd throw me out of the town. I remember being, my dad driving next to a hospital with a sign that says no honk zone, holding his oh. horn down because a cab just decided to stop yeah. it and pick up one. Anyway, so we're driving in there, and what did she say to me? Oh, so I pointed out something to her. We always point something out to each other. We always react differently on the driving, right. you know? So she said something to me. Uh, I said, see? When I say something to you, you don't take it the right way either. Oh, if I was you, I would have said... Anyway, she mouthed off of me, and I found myself getting mad like I got mad before. Mm-hmm. And it was only 100 yards till we let the car off. And as soon as we got out of that car, I was over it. It would have taken me a day, two days, mm-hmm. what she said to me to get over it. My pride was so hurt by what she said. By the time I opened the door, I was over. And mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing to me about this exchange. Yeah. Being able to get over your own ego and pride. Oh. As a man. Oh. We're never taught. And then respecting boundaries. I mean, a lot of people just hear master and slave. They're just like, oh, they don't have any respect. I'm like, they have more respect for each other than most there, heterosexual There isn't a day that goes by that I don't thank her for helping me. Mm-hmm. As, as much as whatever else we do. And it's... And I'm grateful to. Yeah. And her her guiding words this morning we worked on service in bed for what? Mm-hmm. Two hours or something. And made love afterwards like we had never done in nine years, I would <laughs> say. The feeling, the touch, the that's after nine years mm-hmm. of your left hand touching your right hand, basically? I mean that's that's pretty, pretty, pretty unusual. Anything else? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh no, no. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. We thought about it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, it's understandable. It's like some people, it's like, what do I talk about? What do I say? It's like, well, what do you want to educate the public about? No, we want, you know, we, how to destigmatize our relationships. And, and we have families. Mm-hmm. We have lots of We live kids. with our two teenage sons. Well, we didn't tell you that. We live, we live total power exchange with, yeah. with 19 chickens, a dog, two teenage boys, yeah. two jobs, and long-distance jobs. Yeah. And we still, and last, I don't know if we're doing more time, but Another thing amazing about this, once we started living together, because when we would meet, before we lived together, we'd meet for two or three days, and we'd always play, and all we, you know, we were involved in it, but it was just the two of us. In home, with all those things I mentioned, you have to purposely make time to remind yourself that you're in this orientation. You mm-hmm. have to make time to practice. It's like anything. I mean, if you're a Catholic and you don't go to church, I mean, you know, you have to practice to be different. Otherwise... If we're on our, if we're on our game, if we're on our game... We have a ritual we do in the morning mm-hmm. and a ritual we do every night. And time, we have and prayers, we have beatings, we have just just those two time periods, even if nothing else happens. And it's so easy to fall out of it. You're, just, you're so exhausted at night, you don't do it. Get up in the morning, you got this, she wants to go to hot yoga, I'm going to go out to run. It's like, it's it's so, how much regular life interferes with But it's like any healthy relationship. Mm. It, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes mm. work. Relationships don't just... 
I, I call it the uh, the Hollywood myth. But there imagine, is no off into the sunset. Can you imagine telling somebody? I mean, every morning she, our, our light, she she says a prayer with me, thanks me for having another day. And we turn down the bed at night. She has another prayer. She puts a cane out. I mean, can you imagine telling that to anybody else that this is what you do to practice? It's like. Wait a minute. Prayer actually is legit in this? What? Oh, it's what? Spiritual. It's spiritual. Yes, and that's what a lot of people would be like. I know it is based on mind, body, and spirit. That's how we work in a healthy relationship. And people just forget about one or the other. It's a full thing. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking with us. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. Poor thing. I dominate everything, don't I? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank uh, you. So that was great. That is. Hey, honey, you know those new toys I wanted to try out? Yes. The ones that you said it's going to cost me way too much money to have? Oh, yes. But I found this new service called kinkcrate.com. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and for $50 a month, they send you a box of toys that are worth anywhere from $75 to $100. And it's like great starter kit, like, you know, that rope play we wanted to try or your favorite medical play. So why don't we just go check it out? I heard if you go to livingasexpositivelife.com's sponsor page, they can get you an additional 33% off. Oh, see, it's such a steal, babe. Come on, 33% off our first box, please. Okay, so we're here still on Brilliance of the Sea. Yes, and trying to keep our shit together because some of the conversations have gone, whoa! Yes. <laughs> we didn't record everything because not everyone gave consent. As you, as you know, we always respect everyone's privacy, but yeah. But we're getting some great conversations. Oh, and absolutely. And we have someone with a new conversation who wants to talk with us. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually speaking for my partner. He's kind of introverted. And he doesn't really want to discuss for himself. Um, but he's got an interesting set of kinks. And I think because of the idea of community and sex positive um, and things of that nature, I think it's really important to just say out loud about things that are not... I mean, everybody has you know talked about power exchange that I've been here for today. And we've all talked about a number of different kinks and mm -hmm. things. Um, but... Some kinks are a little different, you know, mm -hmm. and um, some are kind of in the shadows still. And his his particularities are um, a little bit in the shadows still. So I wanted to talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Very cool. There are definitely some kinks that uh, you don't hear about a lot mm -hmm. and you don't hear about it all. Right. And uh, I think today's one that I'm going to hear about that is very new to me right. in its details. So please. Well, um, my partner's um, specific fetishes um they're not truly sexual fetishes, although he enjoys them in a sexual way, but he doesn't enjoy them in the typical way. So he's not into tentacle porn, but he's into octopuses. Mm -hmm. um, and so not necessarily the typical hentai that people talk about and see, but really it's more the idea of a beautiful girl wrestling octopuses, but not to the death or anything horrible, but mm -hmm. because she likes it. You know, and that's really um, what makes him happy. And um, he's got this idea that octopuses are friendly people and they just want to cuddle you, you know, and it just makes him really, really happy. Um, that's one of his particular kinks. And the other one is that he likes um, sort of like quicksand. He has quicksand fetish and mud fetish. Um, it's a little bit like the more common uh, version of it is kind of like the sploosh 
messy, wet and messy. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's not it's not that because it's all very much mud, quicksand, earth, mm -hmm. pretty girl, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and so he he really enjoys those those things. And it's not just the porn aspect; it's the it's the tactile feeling of those things. So I own a set of paddles that have suction cups on them. They're the kind of paddles that you play play um, beach paddle ball with. You know uh -huh. where they the ball sucks to the thing. Yeah, um, I got those particularly because I thought he might like that. I've also done some fire cupping with him. Um, in the pattern of tentacles up his back, mm -hmm. not medicinal fire cupping, but right. because I thought he would like the marks, right? You know those kinds of things. Um, and we've been to some of the places in his um, part of the country that that he was from, where the mud is a lot cleaner than it is, say, in the the quagmires of Florida. Because mm -hmm. ew. Um, yeah. God knows <laughs> what's living in it. It's yeah. yeah, but but in places where it gets really cold, it's different. It's like um, silica, almost uh, like like a, like a sand consistency. Yeah, sand consistency, consistency and it's mud. yeah, it's not mucky like it is in Florida. But, right. Um, and it's just it's really pretty. It's sparkly. It literally is like glitter. <laughs> it's like playing in wet glitter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, I could see a unicorn enjoying that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. go wrong with wet wet sparkly granite glitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's well, it sounds like much more of like you said tactile, much more of a sensation. Mm -hmm yeah fetish and you know the idea of being there's a lot of people who like uh being compressed mm -hmm. or like being wrapped up and mummified almost mm -hmm. so it's really not far off of that i mean the specifics of the octopus obviously is somewhat new i mean we've all heard of bad dragon right and right they definitely yes. took the octopus a whole new <laughs> direction which, which i'm always surprised at because then it ends up in like mainstream adult stores right yes yes yeah uh, and you can get like um even i not just bad dragon but also um who does the the glass ones there's a glass tentacle Ooh, dildo i haven't that seen is, that one. oh it's it's the mac daddy <laughs> it's a beautiful thing um, with the whole suction cups going on, yes. I'm trying to think who does them. They're like made of Pyrex. Um, I think I've seen that at FetishCon. Yeah, but they have them. Know. You can get them. At, I can. You can get them at like in, in my town. It's Jack at Jack and Jill. Okay, no, because well, I haven't seen that in Fairvella. So. Well, what I do love about Pyrex, and we're going back about 10, 15 years. Uh, if everyone remembers that uh, NASA got defunded, mm -hmm. and uh, they used to have people who blew and shaped Pyrex for space shuttle and other <coughs> such parts that right. became unemployed. <laughs> and I know for a fact, two of them ended up looking for jobs and ended up- Is that what happened? Blowing yeah. <laughs> dolphins <laughs> and tentacles and little horsies that also very well can, you know, can sit on your, um, your end table uh, and your or your night table yeah your and night table and then you can take it in the bedroom and insert it wherever you want because it's great it's safe it's and you can right. dishwasher that yes yes damn right mm -hmm. yes that's the thing of beauty i had a um uh glass handled flogger for the longest time until i dropped it on my florida terrazzo and then ah oh, yes the heart my heart my heart oh. yes my oh heart. god that, that's just as bad as me with a silicone lube and a silicone toy that cost me 350 oh it melted oh yeah. no yeah that, that was when i learned silicone don't play good together no like, that's not okay yeah no well you know that was like many many years ago but well, now yeah. i'm hearing that there's actually different grades of silicone mm -hmm. that's true and high grade silicone now is actually silicone toy safe 
it's the lower grades of silicone, which is the ones, mm -hmm. again, we got five, ten years ago that will eat silicone. Right, you know, the medical grade silicone, but yeah, this was, but still, $350 on a toy. Ooh. <gasps> Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, but back to the uh, fire play cupping with the octopus. Yes. We actually told our daughter that an octopus attacked us because we, I had the fire cup done and it had the mark, and she's like, what? She was Bravo. like freaking out. You didn't tell you were an Olympic swimmer? No. So well, you could have done that. Cause... Well, the whole story was at 16, we came home at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and she decided to play the, where have you guys been? Oh, fine. And we gave it a look up, okay, you want to play this game? Right. So I said, without look, without beating an eye, you know, we went to the beach, it was early, we were going to have a great time, and we ended up in the emergency room. You wouldn't believe it. Mom went in there, came out, fucking octopus attacked her, and I turned her around and showed it, my daughter went, oh my God, are you okay, Mom? I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's like his fantasy. But that lasted until yeah. 10 a.m. when she's talking to her friends, and all of a sudden we hear, you sons of bitches, out of her room when her friend said, you dumbass. Right? Octopuses don't attack people. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. It could don't. be. If you poke it enough with a stick, anything will attack. There's some pictures that you can get from, like, Hawaii, and they have um, these octopuses that seem to like women. They do, and they're on women. They're, like, on... Mm -hmm. You know, and they seem to just like they're not giant octopuses of doom. You know, they're just like like, like little tiny sign. ones. It was actually two and a half CSI. foot. Yes, big ones. Yeah. yeah, like about this. You know, about like this with the tentacles. Yeah, and they're like all up on people. Yeah, mm -hmm. tentacles in suggestive places. I these I, they're very smart. They are. and I think they know. So. Yeah, because even the girl in CSI, her octopus died and she was crying, and and everyone's like, "What in the world do you do with it?" Oh, <laughs> so things. You do oh, things. things there, yes. <laughs> well, it's it's not it's probably even more, but breaking that glass toy. It's mm -hmm. an emotional connection with that toy. It's Aww. the right length. It's the right move. Now I got to go ahead and learn a whole new toy. And I love dual dual purpose toys. It's a flogger. It's an insertable flogger, and all the things and yay and yeah. Yeah, we have one of those. Yep. Like, I like it very much. Yes. Tails, tails are fun. We should all wear our tails tonight to formal night. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes. Black tie and tails. Tails. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, well, cool. Thank you very much for sharing You're very with welcome. Us. Was there anything else you wanted to mention? Or? Share um, anything. See, I'm picking you as a dom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah a little. Yeah, um, a actually, little. that's that's my partner's fault too. Um, so, the Inception story. You want an Inception story? Go oh, sure, it. go for it. This is getting good. Okay. Um, well, he's not a submissive, so that's there's the punchline to the story. At the end of the story, I usually tell that to people, but I'll just share that with you off the bat. Um, but no, what happened was he um, thought he might be, mm -hmm. um, and so he bought me um, a little silicone flogger, a nasty little bitch. It's a nasty flogger. This is not a flogger that's anybody's friend unless you're really into sting. Um, and here's your first flogger. Right. And this is my first flogger. And so I went to a lovely um, community house party and I asked a young dominant that I thought would be happy to teach me. Mm -hmm. And he taught me how to throw a flogger. He got me somebody lined up that was willing to demo bottom for me so I could both be shown and then practice. Mm -hmm. And this was because he lived out of town from where I lived. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was gonna travel to his place and try this flogging thing, you know. Um, and so I did that, learned, and learned how to Florentine and like, you know, YouTube videos and watching classes and going to tutorials and things like that. Mm -hmm. 
And then I went on my big trip and I went up there and I threw the flogger about twice. And he's like, yeah, no. And I'm like, okay, but clearly, yes, me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A star is born. Kind of. I don't know about the star part, but a Dom was born. So that happened. And um, so now I I do a lot of service topping and um, I do a lot of things at my, um, with my local community, do a lot of volunteering and I enjoy um, being able to do that. I'm not in a DS relationship. Um, He is kind enough to make me my coffee on the regular, which makes my dominant heart happy, but is not in his, in his mind service. And Mm -hmm. it's just like loving things that people do for one another. Nurturing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm okay with, you know, I, I love that and it's fantastic, but um, that's the kind of um, relationship that I have and I don't really have a dynamic in, in that relationship, but I do have lots of um, sadistic playmates. So I, where I get to be sadistic and they get to be masochistic and everybody's happy and we negotiate beautifully and I, I enjoy the hell out of that. So, so isn't that considered uh, poly game partners or play partners poly play poly play partners i'm poly i was in poly when i met him and Mm -hmm. um we we have a poly relationship i'm just in a single what is that a single poly relationship right now like a solo yeah we're just with each other at the moment we haven't we haven't we don't we're not currently polying but we're poly well i'm poly he's not so much poly he just doesn't so much because he's an introvert. He doesn't he, he doesn't get out much. <laughs> but I've dragged him along on this kink cruise because what the fuck? Oh, he's having fun <laughs> over there. He's all smiles and bright red. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it's okay. He could be the same. But what does his T-shirt say? See the yeah. say I I just really like octopuses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Does he have Hank from so, Finding Nemo? Mm-mm, no, but uh, he did. I did buy him the cruise octopus. See the cruise octopus? Yes. yes. That is adorable. That's cool. <laughs> That's his cruise octopus. So, yeah. Yeah, and your relationship is like another example of there is no defined relationship boundaries to say that you're in this box or this is where you fit. Right. I'm also a, a, like a, a, a dominant little. He insists I'm four years old, and I do bounce around like a four-year-old, and I have ADD really bad. But See, I have to be, I'm like a four-year-old brat of doom. Like, I'm in charge and I never let go of that shit. See, she you would be a perfect advocate no, for actually, my no, Disney you two cruise should line. not talk. My Disney <laughs> cruise line. Come on. I like, mean, I'm not, I don't like, I don't get down, I'm not down with coloring. I'm not okay with a lot of things. I love sparkly things, but not so much glitter because it's a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are my control aspects all coming out there. Um, I don't bottom, but I little the fuck out of life. <laughs> so... That's what life's about. Yep, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So oh, that's cool. pretty much that's pretty much me. Yay! Well, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you for sharing. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show tonight. You can find us on our webpage, livingasexpositivelife.com, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on Living a Sex Positive Life, where you follow all our stories and adventures. You can find me on all social media as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as John C. Luna. Please reach out and let us know how we're doing. Please like, share all our contents, leave your opinions, comments, complaints. We accept it all. But we also like to thank our sponsor, The Woodshed. You can find them on their webpage, thewoodshedorlando.com. And they're also on FetLife and Facebook, where you could see a lot of their events and promotions going on. So thank you very much for uh, joining tonight. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.